If you've been feeling stuck in your life, maybe you feel like alienation is defining you and you can't seem to move past the effects of it. Maybe you're repeating a specific cycle, choosing the same kinds of people in your life. This episode will really help you out. Welcome to Beyond the High Road, a podcast dedicated to healing your heart and life following the grief of alienation. I'm your host, Shelby Melford, a twice-certified life coach specializing in post-traumatic growth. I'm also a target parent who felt like my identity in this world left me on the very same day that my sweet child did. After hitting my emotional bottom, I devoted the next six years to research and personal growth. Using proven concepts based heavily in neuroscience and psychology, I developed my own playbook for reintegrating with life and reframing my role as my daughter's mother in the midst of living apart from her. I went from feeling agonized, helpless, and directionless to feeling energized, confident, and most importantly, at peace. Today, I get to help other parents like you to do the same. If you're experiencing the effects of alienation and you're ready to heal, then this show is my love letter to you. Stay tuned. If you've been feeling stuck in your life, maybe you feel like alienation is defining you and you can't seem to move past the effects of it. Maybe you're repeating a specific cycle, choosing the same kinds of people in your life. This episode will really help you out. So before I forget, I want to remind you guys that if you are liking what you've been hearing on the show, please hit the follow button so that you can get notified when new episodes come out, especially because I haven't exactly decided on which day of the week that I'm going to be doing it um, on the reg. I've been coming out with at least one episode a week, if not two, but eventually I'm going to need to land on a day. I've just been testing out what I'm going to like more. Anyway. So please hit the follow button to get more. And also, if you have not, I would love you forever if you would also rate and review the show so that we can get more exposure and have some more listeners and then possibly have those listeners join into the holiday support group, which I'm getting ready to tell you about in just a sec. All right. See you soon. So today we're talking about allowing emotion and processing pain, processing any emotion for that matter. So stick around. Okay, so before I start into today's topic, I want to let you guys know that over the holidays, I am going to be running a support group, a weekly support group where you and whoever is interested will have free coaching available to you once a week if you want it. Right now, I have it tentatively scheduled for Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. But if that doesn't work for the majority of people, then I am okay to switch to another evening. I figure evenings might be best for most people. But regardless, if you're interested in the group coaching over the holidays, just message me with a yes, I'm totally interested, and let me know at least that. If 8 p.m. works, then great. We'll just keep it at that for now. If it does not, just let me know what times do work for you, okay? I'm going to be holding the meetings on Zoom. They will be private, and you, of course, will have the option to remain anonymous to the other participants if you so choose. 
So if that's a concern for you, fear not, that can be covered. No problem at all. You don't ever have to turn on your camera. If that, like I said, if you want to remain anonymous, So if you've never experienced group coaching, what that will look like for these is I will bring on one person at a time to get coached on whatever is going on with you that you want help with. And coaching is different from therapy if you've never experienced even one-on-one coaching where we focus on what is happening right now and moving forward, like where you want to be, as opposed to what has happened so much in the past. So I help you with actionable steps to take moving forward. And sometimes I just act as a person to hold space for you to listen and help you to unravel your thoughts. And together we would sort through the thoughts that are not helping you or causing you to stay stuck so that you can look at Everything that is happening with a clearer mind so that you can make more informed decisions about who you want to be, how you want to act, what you want to do moving forward. It's a super duper helpful, life-changing, I would say, tool. I went through therapy, lots of therapy. My therapist was amazing and unlocked a lot for me, but really coaching enabled me to take my own life by the reins. With therapy, I felt like I was still stuck back in the problems and in the circumstances of my past. And when I began with my coach, that is really when I started to see the major change in my life happening. I began to see where my power was and that's when shit started happening for me. Like I belong to a group coaching membership for myself and I tell you, benefits that I have gotten from that have just been, I just can't even, I can't even express. My hope is that it provides you with the kind of support that you wish you had, the kind where you feel less alone, where in fact you feel supported and loved, looked out for, and maybe even you develop a camaraderie with the group or one or two other of the people from there. That's where I stand with that. Moving along. So I've been talking a lot about thinking on purpose and creating emotions with your thoughts, right? But I have yet to share with you my thoughts and my knowledge about the power of allowing your feelings. We have, as I talked about in, I think the third episode about maintaining control over your emotions, We have been, especially in the Western world, we have been conditioned from the time that we're young to only want to feel the good feelings, right? We're always trying to get to happy. And although that is wonderful, in this life, we're going to have other feelings. And because most of us have not been taught what to do when these uncomfortable feelings come up, we tend to avoid them. And some people can get away with that in their life and do just fine. Everybody, I'm sure, could do just fine. And but when you are dealing with something like parental alienation or when you're trying to recover or heal 
from domestic abuse or childhood abuse and, and any psychological abuse. If we're trying to move past those things and create a new life for ourselves, we first have to process what has happened in the past so that we don't repeat what has already happened, okay? If you've ever been in the place where you're like, why do I keep attracting these people? Why do I keep attracting narcissists? Or why do I keep having these friends in my life that take advantage of me? You have these repeating themes going on since childhood or since you were old enough to date. If that has happened with you and you would like to stop the cycle, the way that you do this is by processing your emotions and becoming intentional with your thinking. I'm sure you know that the reason that we pick who we pick usually has to do with wanting to act out or fix for whatever problems existed in childhood. If there was any abuse in childhood, we as adults will try to recreate that scenario so that we are in control of it this time. The brain wants to do that in order to work it out and feel safe and move on from there. But it does this all if you're not aware of it, you're doing it and the brain is going to lead you awry, lead you where you don't want to go because you're not doing it consciously because you don't necessarily, you don't need to relive these experiences, your childhood experiences in order to process and move past. There's a much easier way to do that, much easier way <laughs> to do that. And that is to process your feelings. I have been promising this or threatening this, however you want to take that to give you guys a little mini episode on this since the second episode, really. And I think I've held back on doing it because I thought, oh gosh, ho-hum, it's not exactly the most riveting topic. Oh, processing emotion. But I had to get over myself today and decide to put this out there for you guys because I think I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't put this out there as a resource for you. Because if you have never learned how to process an emotion, how to allow an emotion, or even if you have learned how to process like extensively in therapy, it is a completely different experience when you're doing it on your own. This is a tool that if I, all of the tools that I have learned throughout my life, really, but especially in my training and my education in the last six or so years, this one right here has helped me more than any other one. And it's taught me how to stop drinking because I used alcohol as a way to stuff my emotions and stop drinking. Like it was problematic for a long time. And now I don't even think twice about it because I learned how to not be afraid of my emotions. And I've learned how to allow an emotion, allow urges. I mean, it's such a powerful tool. So it's allowed for that. I've taught my clients too how to stop over drinking, how to stop overeating this way by allowing their emotions. And it's such a simple process, but without this tool, it's, it is almost impossible to evolve for you to grow and change patterns that have been there for a long time. Some of these patterns that you don't even realize that you have, okay? And then once you learn how to allow emotions, you become awake. You like are all of a sudden conscious to life. It is a completely different feeling, folks. I'm telling you, I know that sounds plain and simple, but allowing your emotions is by far the most life-changing thing that I think that you can do. Enough building that up. 
today was a perfect day for me to record this because I had a rather challenging morning. I was going to make a couple posts and I just wanted to see, get some ideas. And so I just did a hashtag parental alienation search. And what came up was this stepmother's, I don't know the girl, it was just this stepmom who, how should I say this? so that it's not charged. She basically has made like a coaching business around alienating, demonizing the children's mother, the quote unquote bio mom. People like me and you, basically. It was infuriating because <laughs> it was this flippant post and I don't need to go through all of it. But then I, of course, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I clicked through and went to this profile page and I saw all of the, she was like building this army of other stepmoms and maybe stepdads, I think it's just mostly stepmoms, who have positioned themselves as the holier-than-thou stepmom who is honest to a fault to the children about the bio mom or dad or whatever. I'm getting all kind of flustered even talking about it. Long story short, this girl is demonizing alienated parents like us. And she is what I consider to be a major part of the problem, Okay. So I had all the kind of feels this morning. I was in a mood. My stomach was a knot. If you remember from my managing your emotions, talking about the swirling in the belly and like the hot in my head. And I had like the feelings going up and down through my chest and into my solar plexus. Like I was having a stress, like anger and stress response that was like intense. I was so pissed at this person. Okay, so I painted a picture. You get it now. <laughs> Clearly, I have some more processing to do. <laughs> but I thought right then and there, I was like, okay, I have to stop what I'm doing right now. I have to put it down and I need to go ahead and process this emotion that I'm having. As opposed to either feeding it with more of what, reading more of what she had to say, as opposed to getting busy doing something else so that we don't have to feel. Like I used to drink. I would never, have, I probably wouldn't have drank it 9 30 in the morning because of this ever but maybe i don't know but i would have done something maybe i would have online shopped or started cleaning or doing anything i could to not feel but in this instant what i chose to do was feel instead because sometimes the best thing to do is to allow the emotion to be present okay not sometimes really all the time but there are times where it's just wouldn't be smart for you to process the emotion like i.e when you're driving or if you're at work right and with people or in public so there's certain times when it's not appropriate but otherwise i vote for if it's possible I vote that you always try to feel your emotion when you're feeling the physical effects of it, okay? And sometimes even when you're not, but let's just stick with the basic right now. So I chose this morning to process this emotion. Here's what it looks like. I sat down, I was already sitting, but I had to like keep, I usually like to pace. And so I had to position myself with my feet on the floor, like mindfully with my hands on my thighs, but relaxed position. And I just got in touch, I closed my eyes, and I got in touch with my breathing. And so I calmed myself down and I simply told myself to allow the emotion to be. Okay, you're creating this like mental, emotional space for yourself. And once you've centered yourself and become aware of the physical feelings that you're experiencing in your body, 
the swirling in your belly, if that's what's happening. For me, I'm going to talk about me. So I, this morning, I felt my belly doing the butterflies. I felt the tightness and noticed it. It's helpful to say them out loud. Okay, I feel tightness in my chest right now. I feel warmth. It feels hard. Sometimes my belly will feel hard or like my throat in there will feel hard and tight. And I want to describe all of the physical sensations that I'm having at that moment. And I want to notice, like take a scan of the body. If you've ever done like Shavasana in yoga, sometimes I'll do it in the beginning of the class too, but like where you scan from the top of your crown of your head all the way down to the, your feet, right? For processing emotion, you do it how you want. There are no rules. Me, I like to start from my bottom up. As opposed to scanning from head down, I like to scan from my feet all the way up my legs. A lot of times I will feel this weird feeling in my knees and in the, my calves and in my leg, my thighs too. So I feel it all. I notice it all the way up groin area. Do I feel anything there? Belly, back, chest, throat, all the way up. How does it feel in my head? And I take time to sit with all of those vibrations and sensations, okay? And once you do that without rushing it through, like if you can come to yourself, be there with yourself, with the idea or with the thought, the mindset, that you are being present for yourself to love yourself with the intention to be there for your emotion that you're experiencing in this moment. You will notice most of the time feelings come like in waves. They'll sort of pass through you and things will start to shift if you sit with it long enough. Usually 60, 90 seconds sometimes you'll start to notice a shift where maybe the, the feeling in your solar plexus has moved up. It's less tight now and it's sort of dissipating or broken up and however that works for you. And I, I don't want to put words into your mind. I really truly want you to experience what that feels like. Okay. But it does, it will start to change. Some people will, even if you close your eyes, can actually see a color associated with specific feelings. I don't want to get all woo on you, but whatever you can do to describe to yourself what the physical feelings look like, feel like, sound like, even all of the physical, all of your senses, what you can describe about it, okay? Be present for yourself. And when you do that, once it starts to dissipate and let go without rushing it, what I like to do is tell the emotion, like tell you, tell, you know, have the conversation with yourself, with your body, that you are inviting it to leave whenever it's ready. Because if you try to push it out of you, like I don't want to feel you anymore, it's like a little four-year-old. It will throw a temper tantrum, the emotion. Your emotions do not want to be resisted. When you resist your emotion or when you're trying to avoid it or pacify it, it will end up being stuffed or it will rear its ugly head later, okay? So be present for all of it. 
just allow it to be there and notice it. Like it wants to be acknowledged. Your emotion, that part of you, these physical sensations are there to tell you something and it wants you to pay attention to it. I know it sounds like metaphysical, like, but it's true. I promise. And I promise it helps so much to just acknowledge it. There's nothing super complicated about processing an emotion. It's noticing it, allowing it to be there, and then inviting it to stay or go whenever it's ready. That is it. You create that, hold that space for yourself. Okay. And in doing that, you start to develop like this trust with yourself, like the other parts, subconscious parts of your brain will start to realize that you have your own back, that you are safe, that you will, you will be there for yourself when in other times you have not, when other times you've put you on the back burner. You've chosen to go drink your feelings or you've chosen to do anything but not feel this feeling that I have. You'll start to notice you're building a relationship with yourself, that you like being with yourself. So these things are important, like super duper important for your growth. And once you begin to allow your emotions, it's my experience, you'll start to realize that they're only vibrations in your body. And we're so scared of those emotions for why? Like for why they are okay. They may be unpleasant, but usually what is unpleasant is not the actual vibrations or the sensations that you're feeling in your body. What's unpleasant is the thoughts that we attach to these emotions. If you don't judge yourself and if you remind yourself that the feeling that you're having is okay, then there is nothing to fear. It's just discomfort or just whatever, however you describe it, okay? You cannot die from having an emotion. In fact, the opposite is true. Actually, people do die from not feeling, from avoiding their emotions. That is the honest-to-God truth. People do die of sickness and all sorts of disease because they are avoiding feeling. But the opposite is never true. In fact, the only thing that you can suffer there is a better life and not repeating the mistakes that you've already made. This is the simplest tool you can apply is to allow yourself to feel discomfort. And there is a difference. Let me just say that allowing yourself to feel, I think I said this before, allowing yourself to feel does not mean wallowing in your feelings or feeling sorry for yourself or what's the word I'm looking for? Like drowning yourself in emotions. Yeah. This is not, you're not being decadent with over feeling or feeling too many or becoming so emote. You're allowing an emotion to be there. And in that way you can let go and move forward with your life. We're not, I'm not asking you to sit in your emotions, but there are times like when it came to feelings I had about my daughter and a lot of these deep wounds that I was still carrying where I needed to really, I needed a minute. I needed like to re keep feeling the same emotion, allowing myself to keep feeling the same emotion. And the, the thoughts would come up and come up. And each time I had to stop myself and allow myself to feel some of these emotions can be, I will say that some of these emotions can be powerful and they will keep coming back. 
But what I ask that, so make sure that you have support around you and that you've been through therapy. I am not a therapist. I am a coach and I am trained in this. But if you need to be seeing a therapist, if you fear that allowing these emotions is going to be too much for you, then get back into counseling if you're not in it. Okay. But I want to make sure that you understand that emotions are vibrations and your thoughts are not you. Okay. Okay. So don't forget to subscribe to this show if you want to get notifications. And I would love it if you are enjoying what you hear. I would love if you would leave a review. That would be fantastic. It would help the show, help me to gain more listeners and get more exposure for our holiday group and generally just up the morale. <laughs> All right, guys. So I will I'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. I am so elated that you've chosen to share your time with me. If you liked what you heard today and you would like to hear more, please click subscribe so that you can be notified of new episodes. And um, thanks again, y'all. You are already in my heart. Till next time.